Hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, I feel the presence of the Lord in this house. Amen, amen, amen. I'll tell you what, sometimes when you're praying and when you're talking to God and things just start coming out of your mouth, I want to write that down. I don't want to have to be prodded to praise, amen. I just want to learn how to praise him for who he is. I want to be able to worship him for who he is. Praise God. Is anybody thankful to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. 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 If you have your gifts tonight, if you have your offerings tonight, I want you to get those ready. We're going to ask God to bless those uh, here in just a moment. Amen. You have many different places to give. You can give in the boxes. You can give up here, whatever you'd like to do. Bible says for us to bring all the tithe into the storehouse. Amen. I want to make sure that we're honoring God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Again, I want to thank you, Truth uh, Church, for helping us to helping us meet a need last week, uh, last Wednesday. I told you of the uh, misfortune of or the cruelty of uh, that was done to uh, Brother Noe and his wife, Sister Amber, and Ari when they were coming back from Mexico. They apprehended him in the, in the car. Uh, you wonderful people uh, gave just over $1,000 to them, and so that's going to help them take care of that uh, that evil that was done to them. So thank you very, very much. And I believe there was other people uh, that gave some money, so I'm somewhere almost $2,500 is from your brothers and sisters in the Lord. That's what we're supposed to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. I am thankful. I truly am. I was. He texted me earlier and let me know um, what you had given him personally, and so we're going we're gonna to put the rest of that with that tonight, and it's going to help that uh, out, amen, because that was, if you don't know the story, if you weren't here, uh, the uh, wonderful people at the border uh, took his truck, and they wouldn't give it back to him until he gave them $4,000 for no reason at all, and then they, he heard them as they were divvying it up in their accounts, so <laughs> it was pretty, pretty sorry stuff, but Amen. We're going to get to bless them, and I'm thankful for that. Amen. Amen, amen. Also, before we bring our gifts, uh, I want to do this because this is how it's supposed to be done. Um, what I'm about to talk about, this is how it's supposed to be done. And I, I haven't had the opportunity to uh, talk about this or do this yet, uh, but um, everybody know who Brother Ralph is right over here. Brother Ralph, would you wave your hand? Brother Ralph was married to Sister Pamela. That Sister Pamela is Sister Jolanta's, or was Sister Jolanta's mother. And uh, they've gone to church here. He's been to church here for a long, long time. And due to health and where he lives, and because of his health and where he lives, it's hard for him to get here to Truth Church all the time. And so I have a good friend that just uh, took a pastorate in Durant. And Brother Ralph came to talk to me. He ain't got no hard feelings. He ain't mad at nobody. He loves everybody. And I want y'all to know that. He loves it. He loves me. And I love him. And he's a worshiper. But because of his health and because of the distance that he has to drive to come to church and eyesight and all those things, and we, we know about that, amen, uh, he is going to be going to Brother Burke's church in Durant. But y'all give him all the love and the hugs and all that good stuff. And we bless you, and I'm thankful that you've got a good pastor. 
He's my friend. Amen. 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 And I'm, I, I told him in the office, I said, I'm going to help you so nobody's wondering what's going on. And you're going to help me because I'm going to let people know this is how it's supposed to be done. Amen. If you got to go somewhere, I said, that's proper and in order. And so he's got to, he's going to be, this is his last service tonight. Sunday's going to be his uh, first, this is where he's going to start. And so, Brother Ralph, we love you. I'm going to miss you because uh, you're right behind me all the time and you with me whether I preach good or preach bad. And I appreciate that. So I'm going to find somebody else to do that now. Amen. <laughs> no, I love you, Brother Ralph, very much. I mean that. And uh, Truth Church loves you too. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If you have your gifts, let's ask God to bless those right now all across the building. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to bring into the storehouse, Lord, that you have trusted us with. Lord, we are so blessed. We are a blessed people, Lord. We're blessed in our homes. We're blessed with our finances, oh God. We are a blessed church, Lord, and we are so truly thankful. We understand that we only have blessing because of you, Lord. We only have provision because of you, and we give you honor, and we give you praise for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, bless every hand that brings to you a gift. Lord, bless every heart that brings to you a gift tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we lift you up and we give you praise with our lives, with our finances, and Lord, with our worship tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and everyone say amen. 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 Give cheerfully. Take your time. You can give to one of these places here to the left or right of me. If you have your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, get those ready. If you don't have your Bible and it's in the car or the car door, go grab it real quick. We'll give you some time to get back in here. Amen. I encourage you to bring your Bibles. This is a, uh, this is a cool night, a cool uh, Wednesday. Uh, this is going to be the last Wednesday of preaching, amen, of preaching for this year, amen. Uh, next Wednesday, it is church-wide prayer. Everybody say church-wide prayer. Church it's the last church-wide prayer for 2021. And so we need to be here. Amen. Amen. Mark your calendars. Get set you a reminder right now. I got to be there for that last time of prayer. Our prayer groups will be together. Uh, the last ones that we set up. And we're going to have a great time in the Lord. Amen. We want to pray. We want to pray Christmas in. Amen. <laughs> And so you need to get here, be ready, text somebody, tell them you can't wait to see them here next Wednesday. Amen, amen. Galatians. We're going to go to Galatians tonight if you have your Bibles. If you have your phones, get your phones. If you're a guest in the house, we are delighted to have you. Thank you for being with us. If you hear uh, noise uh, going on, we don't have rats. We killed all those, but we do have children. Amen. <laughs> and we do, have, uh, we do have students, and our students are up here to my right. And uh, the children up here to my left, and they don't, they don't do things quietly. And they hadn't done it in a few weeks, so they're probably going to be a little loud. So I might have to compete, but I'm okay with that. Amen. 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 Galatians 1. Galatians 1, Galatians 1 and verse 10 as we'll begin reading. Galatians 1 and verse 10. And I will hurry. I set 35 minutes on this, and I went about 17 minutes over on Sunday, so I don't want to do that. Again, so we're going to try to stick with it tonight. Galatians 1 and verse 10. For do I now persuade men of God, or do I seek to please men? 
For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. But by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Somebody say it's got to be a revelation. Amen. For ye have heard of my conversion in time past in the Jewish religion. How that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. Amen. The church. Somebody say the church. The church of God. The church of God is what we're going to preach about tonight. We're going to talk about tonight. I'm going to try to stay close to notes, but you know I don't have a good, I don't do a good job doing that. So if you have any ounce of more praise and worship in you, if you would lift your hands, lift your voice. Come on, I want you to lift your hands and I want you to lift your voice. Come on, let him know right now, Lord, I am going to preach the gospel. I am going to declare the gospel. I was persuaded. I got a revelation of who you are, Lord. I got a revelation of what you do when you allow, when we allow you to do something in our lives, oh Lord. When we step out of the way, Lord, when you baptize us with your spirit, when you fill us with the gift of the Holy Ghost, Lord, when you cast sins as far as the east is from the west, oh Lord, you put something in us. You gave us a revelation. You gave us a passion, oh Lord, and now it is our turn. It is our obligation, Lord, to persuade men, to persuade women, to tell people about your goodness, about your power, and about who you are. You are the one and only true God. And Lord, we are here to worship you and serve you and live for you, oh God. Our actions are to display who you are. Lord, our speech is to display who you are, Lord. We are here on this earth for one purpose, oh Lord, and that is to point people to you, to declare people, Lord, who you are, oh God, to declare to people who you are and what you can do in their broken and hurting life. In the name of Jesus Christ, we honor you and we lift you up. And everybody say amen. The church of God. Somebody say the church of God. Look at somebody you didn't ride with here to church and tell them the church of God. Amen. You may be seated. Again, if you are a guest in the house, I'm pumped up you're here. Amen. Good to see my friend Brother Michael here tonight. Amen. Glad he's in the house. The church of God. This is what the church of God is. The church of God is the body. It's the body, not just a body, but it's the body of called out believers. Amen. People that are different, people that are separated from the world, people that don't look like, talk like, act like the world. We are called out believers. We are we are in love with Jesus Christ, and he is in love with us. Amen? We are called out believers, composed of those who have been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. 
And we've been baptized not in the names, but we've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Amen? The Bible describes the church of the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. Somebody say the bride. He is coming back not just for a bride, but the bride that has made themselves ready. What are we doing on this Wednesday night? We're putting our wedding garments on. What do we do every Sunday morning? We're putting our, well, our wedding garments on. What do we do on Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday? We better be putting our wedding garments on. It's not just a church time getting ready time. It's every single day. Lord, let me put my wedding garment on. That's what the church of God does. Amen. That's what we've got to do. Understand that you are not by yourself. You are a part of the church of God. Look at your neighbor and tell them the church of God. We are the bride of Christ. We are a person. Yes, we are an individual. Yes, but... Together, we are the church of God. Yes, we have, our, we have our own desires, our own things, our own quirks, but together we are the body of Christ. And what we've got to get in our minds is it is time, now more than ever, in this last and closing hour for us to be unified. Brother to brother, sister to sister, family to family. we got to be unified as the church of God because that's what God's church is. It's a unified body working. We're a unified body moving, going the same exact direction, and that is toward God. Not our own agenda, not what we want to do, but God, what is it that you desire us to do? And we strengthen our stakes, and we lengthen our cords, and we say let's move forward. As the church of God. Amen. The Bible describes the church as the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. If you would, turn your attention to the screens or your Bibles. We're going to go to Acts. Acts 20 is where we'll go first. Acts 20 and verse 28. Acts 20 and verse 28. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God. I'm feeding the church of God tonight, which he hath purchased with his own blood. The church is both local and universal. The mission of the church of God is to worship. Somebody say worship. worship. You might have heard something like this before because I've preached this particular portion before. We are to worship and to glorify God. That's what the church of the living God is supposed to do. We are the church of God and it is our mandate from heaven to be a worshiper and an individual, and as a church body, a person, a, a unit that glorifies God. Amen. Secondly, we are to evangelize the world. Yes, Denison, Texas is our world. 
Howe, Texas is our world. Van Alstine, Texas is our world. And, and Durant and Colbert and all of the places in between. Sherman, we are to evangelize the world and to develop the saints to maturity. I said it at the beginning, at the onset, the inaugural moment of 2020. One for Truth Church, when we were beginning, we were at the genesis of 2021. We are going to be a church that matures. So as I leave out of this Wednesday night, leave out on this Wednesday night, preaching this last Wednesday night, I want to tell you what our purpose is as the church of God. We are a people. That yes, we're going to be worshipers. Yes, we're going to glorify God. Yes, we're going to, to evangelize. And we're going to do that in our world, our immediate world and in our city. But what we must never forget is we don't just get them filled with the Holy Ghost. And we don't just get them in the baptismal tank and then we leave them out, hang them out to dry. We are to then develop them. We are to then go to the coffee shop and sit at the table and say, hey, let's get in the book here. And let's, let's learn how to read the book. Let's learn how to study the book. It is that's what the church of God does. The church of God says, let's find out who our God is. Let's get closer to God. And we got to get there and we got to be mature about it. Does anybody feel like you've matured in 2021? Amen. You feel like you've matured in 2021. It's all right. Raise your hand. I hope that we have. I hope that it's not something that I can do all by myself. I can't, I can't mature you all by myself, but you have got to mature. You, you understand it. You know what I'm talking about. A baby, a baby is not going to uh, walk all by themselves. You've got to help them up a little bit, and then you've got to walk away. And they like you, and here they come walking. But you gotta let, you got to teach them, but then they've eventually got to get it on their own. They're going to fall. They're going to mess up. But, hey, just tonight, just tonight, my little uh, uh, Quinny, she's trying to learn her Bible verse. She has to have it done by tomorrow. And I said, baby, we can get it. And so we started doing the repetition. Started going through that scripture over and over again. And finally, she got some of the words. She ain't got it down yet. we got to work again when I get home, so I better hurry. But my point is... I've got to help her. But eventually, she's going to have to get it on her own. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to mature on your own. So eventually, you're going to bring somebody in the church. And then you're going to be like, come on. That's it. That's what going to the coffee shop's all about. Come on. You can do it. And they may teeter-totter around. And they may go back and get drunk again. And they may go back into the, it's all right, keep on coming. Keep, that's what the church of God does. The church of God helps them and molds them. You can do it. I know you failed, but fall this way. Keep on. Fall this. No, 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 not, no. Don't go. Come back this way. You know how a toddler is. They look like, hey, he used to call my sister Cooter Brown. Why? Because she looked like she was drunk as Cooter Brown with her legs that were all sideways and crooked. But they had to help her. They had to teach her to go to the doctor to get braces on her. And eventually she started walking good. Sometimes, sometimes I wonder, but I'm, I'm messing around. <laughs> but that's what the church of God does. The church of God helps mature and develop. And that's what we've got to do if we're going to be the church that God's coming back for. He's not coming back for us for and no more. Amen? Amen. 
We've got to get ready and we've got to mature people. We've got to develop people. We've got to show people the way. I, I don't ever want it to be, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't want it to ever be Darren Gilbert's church. Amen? It's the church of God. And it's our church. Amen. Amen. Because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I want your kid to walk. I, I want your kid to be able to walk. But I'm probably not going to stand there and be like, I'm not going to spend all my time going, come here. Come I, I may help him one or two times, but I ain't going to do it every single day. You see where I'm going? We have got to develop people. We have got to disciple people. That's the church of God. The church of God together. See somebody that's hurting or broken or wayward or can't make it on their own. We're not doing this just for us to be strong Christians. We're doing this to make strong Christians. Amen. We're doing this to develop other people. I'm sure glad Jesus did it for me. Amen. How many times did you fail? I'm still falling, failing. But I'm thankful that my Jesus has grace and mercy. And he's saying, come on, Darren. You can do it, buddy. Come on, buddy. You can do it. Come on. Keep on. Keep on. Keep on. Yeah, that's it. I know, I know your faith is weak. Come on. Keep on doing it. And that's what you and I must do. Now, I'm going to get back on my notes here so I don't keep on jumping on those rabbit trails. Every member of the church of God in his own is his own priest to God through Jesus Christ and can communicate with God directly. Go to Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4, verse 14. Hebrews 4, verse 14. With a loud voice, Brother Trevor, read to verse 16. Verse 14, reading to verse 16. Amen. 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 Each member of the church of God has a position of service, which includes bearing one another's burdens and praying for one another. How many times have you heard me preach it? How many times have you heard me say it? We are to bear one another's burdens to so fulfill the law of Christ. I know you witnessed to them. I know you told them to come to church. I know they got the Holy Ghost and they got baptized in Jesus' name. Now, bear their burden. When they want to go back to alcoholism, bear their burden. When they want to go back and look at things they shouldn't look at, bear their burden. When they want to get back into the crowd they used to be with, bear their burden. Galatians 6. Galatians 6 and verse 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, ye which are spiritual, restore, listen to this, restore such 
and one in the spirit of meekness. Considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Here it is again. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Praise God. I got to do it. I got to get my mind made up. I want you to close your eyes right now. Do you know anybody that's struggling? Do you know anybody that's weak? Do you know anybody that doesn't have every, every I dotted and every T crossed? Don't criticize them. Don't beat them up. Go help them. Go grab their hand and say, hey, we can do this together. I know you're struggling. I know there's a problem. Why don't you take them out to coffee and say, hey, I don't know. I'm not trying to point any fingers at you. Are you having some problems? Are you having some issues? Are there some issues in you? Hey, I'm here. I'm your brother in the Lord. And I want to bear your burden. I'm your sister in the Lord. And I want to bear your burden. Amen. It is our job as the church of God. It is our job as the church of God to equip, to train, and to equip believers for the task of the church. God has given the church, has given the church special ministers. Look at your neighbor right now. We say it in first steps, and I, it was not original by Truth Church. We got it from another apostolic church, or a church that believes like we believe. And they, they said this, and I say it, and we've, we've adopted it. There, everybody in this room is a 100 somewhere. You can be a 100 in some kind of service or ministry. There's some of you that were drug addicts. There's some of you that were strung out. Some of you were alcoholics. Some of you had need of nothing. You had so much. But then you found Jesus and then you realized, man, I don't want drugs anymore. I don't want alcohol anymore. I do need something. I need Jesus. So there's different walks of life, different places that we come from. And it is our job as the body of Christ. Somebody say the church of God. As the body of Christ, we're special and we've We've been down a special road and we have done some certain things, but God has worked out everything for our good. And to be the church of God, Sister Joelanta, what we got to do is start learning how to, come on, that's it. You can do, oh, 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 bear you one another. Oh, you, that's heavy, I know it is. I got you. I'm right here for you. Come on, I got you. you, you well, we can do it together. Let's worship you. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like going to church church-wide prayer. I don't feel like going to men's prayer. I don't feel like going to, hey, why, are, you, are you up yet? No, you're not up yet. I know, I know women's prayer starting right now, but you can get here. Come on. It's all right if you're 30 minutes late. We don't care. Get, do whatever it takes to bear one another's burdens to so fulfill the law of Christ because everybody in this place, you can minister in a special way. I love it. I love it. There's men in our church that you can talk to certain people. It just happened. It just happened this week. You can talk to certain people how I can't talk to them because I ain't never been there. I ain't done that. Does that mean that I'm, I am, I, I'm not relevant and I can't do it? And I, I'm not, no, man, I believe God would help me, but there's something that you can do because God has helped you and he's delivered you and he's transformed you and you don't live that way anymore so you can help and you can say, listen, no, 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 no. Hey, I know what you're saying, but I know the devil's tactics. He did that to me too, but look at me now. I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. And I'm just letting you know that you can do it too. You can make it too. You can get there too. That's what the church of God does. Oh, somebody clap your hands under the Lord. 
Let's hurry, let's hurry. I got 13 minutes. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, verse 11. Ephesians 4, verse 11. Read again, Brother Trevor. Read verse 12 again. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amen. Keep on. Till we all come in the unity yes. of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children. What? Say that again. Be no more children. What? All right. Keep on going. What? One more time. Stay right there for a moment. So you don't tell them they're a bunch of idiots. Why'd you do that? You moron. Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Come on. Why, you're an idiot. Why didn't you just? Won't you live for God? No. 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 We are to speak the truth in love. We're to tell them, it's all right. I know you messed up, but it's all right. I still love you. I know, I know you fell on your face, but it's all right. Get up. Let's go back to the altar. Let's go back, let's go back to the prayer room. Let's go back to the word of God. Let's go back to letting Jesus Christ change us and minister to us and transform us. Go ahead, Brother Trevor. Read verse 16. Somebody clap your hands under the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Apostles. Apostles, one sent with a commission. I am commissioned to do something. I am going forward to do something. Although none can take the place of the 12 apostles of the Lamb, who were eyewitnesses of Jesus Christ, other apostles exercised an apostolic ministry by serving as pioneer missionaries and leaders. And I want to tell some people in this place that we are missionaries. We are individuals that declare the counsel of God. We are individuals that can tell people about the goodness of God. We are people that do what God desires us to do. There are people in this place that have been commissioned. There are people in this place that have been sent with a commission to do something this last and closing hour. You can be still. You can shut your eyes, you can close your eyes and do nothing, but you are an apostle. And you need to act as one. I said you need to act as one. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now we got to be careful. I said we got to be careful. Make sure it's God that does it. I said we got to make sure God calls us to do it. I'm going to tell you this. You ain't going to have to tell anybody. Amen. It's going to be known. 
Are, are you listening to me tonight? It's going to be known. Your, fr your fruits are going to show themselves. And God is going to say, your fruit is going to show itself. And God is going to let everybody know. Amen? Prophet. Somebody say prophet. One who imparts special messages of direction from God. You ain't going to have to announce to everybody, I'm a prophet. Amen? If you do hear that, just know that I told you that and just sit back and watch. All right? Because if somebody's announcing they're a prophet, they ain't a prophet. And tell them I said so. Amen? Evangelist, preacher to the unsaved. Amen. That's why when I bring an evangelist in here, it's not just happenstance that people start receiving the Holy Ghost. It's not happenstance that the waters of baptism are troubled. Why? Because the fruits. And God has called them. And so God calls somebody and there's a situation and you witness to somebody and you tell somebody, yeah, I know we make efforts. And they're like, well, that's just coincidental, Pastor Darren, because I was talking to them and I told them to come. And so they came to church and they got the Holy Ghost. And that's, the, that's why. No, that is not why. What the, the reason was is because God ordained it all. And that's why when you hear a man stand behind this pulpit and he says things like, I believe God spoke to me for this church for this reason. And that's why I don't want just sermons. Okay, I don't. I, I'm telling you, I don't. I, some people do, and they will sermonize, and they're good, and it's great, and stuff still happens. But I don't, I want a message. Amen. 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 I heard that preached a long time ago, and it stuck with me for years and years. I want a message for the body. I believe there is time for teaching. I believe we're going to hear more teaching in 2022, and we're going to we're going to get closer and get more mature. We're going to hear things that we need to hear because there's people in this place that have matured. There's people in this place, that, and I'm not saying that I got everything together, okay? But I am telling you, there are men and women in this place that have matured and they've learned the word of God and God's spoken to them, and so they're going to deliver words in 2022. And I'm believing that they are divine words from God. Amen. And it's going to happen. You're going to hear it. And you're going to be able to receive it. And you're going to know because things are going to happen after they speak and after they de declare things that you're going to know their fruit. Oh, yeah, that, that person's been had an encounter with God. That person, man, that, is, that person is doing something. They're not going to have to tell you. They're not going to have to declare it. It's just going to happen. But when an evangelist comes in and he says those kind of things, that's why. Because God's called him. God's chosen for such a time as this, this, and God has appointed him. I've already been in prayer. I've already asked God to help me and direct me. And that, that's why on our calendar, it's open for evangelists. Because there's times that I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night. It just happened this year many times. I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and I'll be praying. I'll feel something. I'll feel an urgency. And so I'll make a phone call. I've already done it. I've set specific time. After we had our planning meeting, I set specific time aside, and I was praying, and this name came to mind, but I thought it might have been Taco Bell that I didn't eat because I don't eat that stuff. It'll kill you. But anyway, I, it's something that I ate, and so I wait, and I wait, and I pray again, and I pray again, and it just constantly is on my mind and my spirit, and then I'll make a call. And I'll make a call, Sister Jolanta, and they'll be up oh, the calendar's booked. I'm not going to be up, and I'll be like, man, that stinks. I wish it would be different. And then I go back to prayer, and I say, well, I guess I did eat something wrong. And then what happens is God orchestrates things, and when I called them to be here and I asked them to be here, 
their calendar changes and God brings them. Now, that could be coincidental to some, and that could be, well, you, you probably made that happen. No, I didn't make it happen. I knew that I heard from God, and God allowed it to happen. And so that's what I'm telling you. When an evangelist comes, they're not just coming to preach. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. Pastors, shepherd. Somebody say a shepherd. shepherd. One who leads and takes care of God's people. Also called a bishop. We have a bishop right here in whom I'm well pleased. An overseer and a leader. Teacher, one who instructs in God's word. There's five. And I want truth church. I want the church of God. I believe we're the church of God. Amen. I'm not saying we're the only church of God. I believe we're the church of God. We are in that number. We're going to be a church of the fivefold ministry. How many of you heard me talk about that? How many of you heard me say stuff about that? We're going to be a church of the fivefold ministry. I want to see it in operation because that is in God's church. Amen. God has ordained church government. And he gives various ministry roles, tasks, and offices. In additions, addition to these we just mentioned. According to scripture, everyone, everyone, somebody say everyone. everyone. You've probably heard me say this before, but everyone should be submissive to spiritual leaders and obey them as long as they are consistent with scripture. At the same time, leaders are to be servants and examples and not dictators. I will never, in Jesus' name, be labeled a dictator. Now, we'll be a little brass at times. I'll say that. But sometimes there's one of the kids that needs whipping more than the other kid does. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? And I may be a little brass. I'm not going to be a dictator because I can't make you do anything. And you've heard me say this, that you work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You've heard me say it. I probably beat that dead horse too many times, probably almost every time I get up here. But you work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You are the one that decides if I'm going to live for God easy or if I'm going to live for God hard. You're the one that decides if you're going to be the church of God. You're the one that makes up in your mind that I'm just going to be a church goer and I'm just going to appease everybody. I'm going to appease my wife or I'm going to appease my husband or I'm going to, children get on my nerves or keep on telling me I need to come to church. I'm going to come to church, whatever. That's up to you. I can't do anything about that. You know, there's been times already, already in my short tenure, Pastor, you're going to do something about this person. I don't know what's, what's going on with them. I'm like, what do you do? Let me go hog tie them. I can do that. I learned how to do that a long time ago. I can do that. I'm going to steer wrestle and tie them up, dally that thing real good, team rope them. You get the head, I'll get the tail, and tie them up. We're going to do all that kind of stuff. No. They work out their own salvation with fear and trembling. I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to declare the counsel of God. I'm going to make a phone call to them. I'm going to send a letter to them. We're going to do what we can do. But at the end of the day, they're going to decide whether I want to live for God or I don't want to live for God. And there is nothing you nor I can do about that. 
The Bible says train up a child in the way they should go. For when they're old, they won't depart. That's my effort and my, the only ability that I have, even as a minister. When you're a baby, I'm going to teach you and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to declare to you. I'm going to point you in the right direction. I'm going to say, come to prayer room, 24-hour prayer. Come to men's prayer. Come to women's prayer. Come on, come on. Read your Bible. Every, we got to do that. Come, get brothers and sisters in the Lord. Get accountability. Do the things that you got to do to get close to each other. And get close to God. But when the going gets rough, when you've been in the church 25 years and you just want to throw on the towel. When your marriage gets a little rocky, whose marriage hasn't been a little rocky? Join the club. It happens to everybody. Amen. But you know what you do? Join hands. Pray. Seek the face of God. Tell him you love him. Take him out on a date. Do, do what you used to do when you fell in love with him. Whatever you got to do. You get close. And you make it right. You try your best. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But it's up to you to stay pure, to stay holy, and to stay righteous and say, God, no matter what, I'm going to keep my nose clean. I'm going to go where you want me to go. I'm going to live how you want me to live. It isn't about me. It isn't about what I want. I, I want all this stuff, but if it ain't going to work, you worship God and magnify God anyway. Amen. Somebody say the church of God. The church of God is also identified by having gifts of the Spirit in full operation. Somebody say full operation. Which will remain until the second coming of Jesus Christ. Gifts should, be ne should never be exercised contrary to the Bible or godly leadership. But always with love and in order. And for edification. Somebody say edification. Edification of the body. The spiritual gifts are miraculous. And they are. I know this word is not in the Bible, but they're supernatural. 1 Corinthians, if you have your Bibles, 1 Corinthians. I'm hurrying. I'm 23 seconds over if you're wondering. 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 4. Brother Jonathan, why don't you read for me? 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 4. Amen. Paul is teaching that there is only one spirit that offers all of the gifts of the spirit. For there to be more than one author would be confusing. It would be out of order. And we understand that God is not the author of confusion. The gifts, the gifts are to eliminate Confusion. The gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit that operate in the church of God. Somebody say the church of God. The church of God. 
They can be classified as follows. They'll be on the screen. Word of wisdom. Word of wisdom. I'm not going to read them all. They're there just because of time. The word of knowledge. The word of knowledge. Discerning of spirits. Discerning of spirits. Gifts of power. Faith. Somebody shout faith. Gifts of healing. Somebody say healing. healing. Working of miracles. I want the working of miracles to be operational in Truth Church. Amen. Gifts of utterances, prophecy. It's happened right here at Truth Church. It's happened right here and it will continue to happen, Lord willing. Amen. It will continue to happen if we will mature in the Lord. There's men in this church right now that can prophesy and that word is going to come to pass. Does anybody believe what I'm talking about tonight? Diverse kinds of tongues. A message from God in a language. I wanted to read this one. In, the in a language not known to those in hearing. To be interpreted for the benefit of the church. Each believer may also speak in tongues. Each believer may also speak in tongues. Without interpretation. For personal devotion and benefit. It's for us today. Write those scriptures down if you need more help. Interpretation of tongues. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what we have happening at our church. It happens more and more every single time we come together. And I want you as believers, because we are the church of God, and the church of God has this happen. The church of God is supposed to allow this to happen. It is not spooky stuff. It is not something that we have a class for on Thursday nights. No, ladies and gentlemen. It is for us today. Amen. It is for us today. I heard a, a good man. I'm sure he's a good man. I've never met him, but a good denominal man. He talked about, yeah, I believe in tongues. Tongues is great. Yeah, I, I, Everybody can do it if they want to do it. If they, if they want to. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's for everybody. It's, I mean, I mean. It's for you to do all by yourself. Now, if you want to do it in public, now that gets full. I'm like, how can you believe one and not the other? The Word of God even tells us that there's both. Amen. It's for us today, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody say it's for us today. Jesus Christ instituted the Lord's Supper, Lord's Supper communion for his church, commanding that remembrance of what Jesus did to purchase the church of God. And ladies and gentlemen, this year, this year, 2021, we're going to participate in that. And it is a time where we must make sure that we are right, we're living right, we're doing right, we're acting right, we're maturing in God, we're doing what God wants us to do and not what we want to do. We're not of the world. We may be in it, we may walk in it, we may work in it, we may be up and down the streets in it, but we are not of the world. Amen. Amen. And just here in a few, few weeks on a Sunday, that la this last Sunday of December, I want you to understand that we're going to take communion on our share Sunday. And we're going to be there with our families. If you can be here on that, I know it's the day after Christmas. We're going to be here for one hour. And we're going to come together. And we're going to take communion. And we're going to talk to the Lord. And we're going to make some commitments for 2022. And we're going to get ready. It is a, that's what God's church 
does. And I'm a part of God's church, and I want to make sure that I'm living right, and I'm doing right, and I'm walking and living how God wants me to live and not how I want to live. The church is to partake with reverence. With reverence. I've got a fear, man. I'm not scared. I'm not talking about scared. I have a reverence for my God. I want to make sure that I do some self-examination. I want to make sure that I have repentance, that I have gone before the Lord. I've gone to the altar and I've killed some things in my life that need to be killed. And I, I, I don't have enough time, but I want, I'm just going to say this. There's some under the sound of my voice that you have yet to kill those things that are killing you. You have yet to kill those things year in, year out, and you get back into the same little Ferris wheel or the same hamster wheel and you do the same thing over and over again. But we must Get rid of those things at the altar of repentance. And we must say, Lord, cleanse me. Move upon my life. But I want you to anoint me. I want you to destroy every yoke. I don't want to just tear it down. I want it to be destroyed. Every yoke. Everything that could hinder me from getting closer to you. And when we get together for communion on the last Sunday of December, I hope that you have right now started to get ready. Start tonight. Because you, sir, you, ma'am, are the church of God. You are the bride of Christ. We are people that got to constantly make ourselves ready. The church of God should meet regularly. The church of God should meet regularly. I thought I saw an orange. <laughs> we got we got to. We got to come to church. I like this Wednesday night. I get the pastor a little bit. It's not required for us to observe Sabbath laws because the church is not bound by ceremonial laws. There's your scriptures. Write them down. The church enjoys spiritual sanctification and rest every day in the Holy Ghost or we should Amen. setting aside weekly day of rest and talking to God we got to worship him we got to fellowship with him we've got to have interaction we got to be together we got to bear one another's burdens we got to do what God desires us to do the early church met on Sunday the early church met on Sunday. There's your scripture. Look at it. In commemoration of the Lord's resurrection. Every member of the church of God should be faithful to the meeting of the local church. I'm going to step on that soapbox for a moment and talk about it. Every child of God should be at church. Every child of God should be at every meeting. It's only a church picnic. Not come to the meeting. We ain't doing it for you just to have a good time. We're doing it for we can bind together. We can become unified. That we can love one another. That you can actually know somebody's name that sits on the other side of the church. Praise God. It's not just to be having fun and that's it. I want to have fun. I want to do fun stuff. But the purpose of it, ask them. Ask 
for the Jonathan, ask for the Ashley, ask Sister Jolanta, ask people that are on our, 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 our executive team. And, and as we get together, we talk about it every single time. We pray, Lord, help everything we put together. Everything, Lord, help it to glorify you, magnify you, help it unify and all these different prayers. And you can hear them going around the room and talk. Lord, help help every everything we plan tonight. Lord, let it be your will. Let somebody be saved. Let somebody. That's what it's all about. The church of God went house to house breaking bread. I am sure. I am sure that they weren't serious all the time. They probably played volleyball. They probably had fun. They probably did stuff together. We are to do life together. That's what the church of God does. And I want to be the church of God. I want to be men and women that love to worship together. We love to shout together. We love to run together. We love to go out to eat together. We love to play volleyball together. We love to have fun. We love to get together in small groups. I'm going to tell you something. Small groups are of God. They really are. They are. It's biblical. They went to house to house. They got outside of the four walls of the church. Unfortunately, sometimes the church of God that I know right here in Denison, Texas, the only time you ever see one brother and sister in the Lord is on Sunday and Wednesday, sometimes just Sunday. We got to get together. That's how God's church works. Why? Because you're able to bear one of those burdens. If you don't ever talk to anybody, if you don't ever go out to eat with anybody, if you don't ever uh, get on the phone with somebody that goes to church with you, how are you ever going to be God's church? Amen. That's who we are. Somebody say God's church. Somebody say the church of God. I want to be the church of God. So what I want us to do, if you stand to your feet, and what I want us to do is we get ready to exit 2021. Why don't you write some things down? Why don't you go, what am I doing to be God's church? What am I doing to be the church of God? And as there's some elements in my life that aren't, that aren't there, then put them in there. If you sit all by yourself in the house of God and you don't ever talk to anybody and you don't ever rub shoulders with anybody in the altar, you need to. Well, he's talking to me and I don't ever do that, so I'm going to leave church. No, that's not what I'm saying. Change is okay. We change our clothes every day. At least I hope we do. Amen? I, I hope we put a clean pair of undies on. Because that would be sick. Change is okay. We can make a change in our life. Especially if it's getting us closer to God. Amen. Especially if it's getting us to be more of what God sees as his church. And I want to be exactly what God sees as his church. I, I want the, the Bible. There can't be any spot. There can't. Be, I, I, I got to make sure that I'm ready. And so that means that I, there's not. It's not just about me receiving the Holy Ghost and getting baptized in Jesus' name. It ain't about how many repetitions I make on clapping my hands on a Sunday morning during that song. Okay. It's about me loving her, me loving him, and me loving them, and us getting together, and us bearing one another's burdens, and us unifying in the Spirit. Do you know how that we can unify in the spirit? Listen, I'm going to shut up after this and we're going to pray. How we could unify in the spirit is if everybody. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The people on this dream team, it's a requirement. If you're serving on that Sunday, you better get in that prayer room. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying I, want you, I'm, I, I will just have a conversation with the person that schedules you and say, listen, they don't ever come to the prayer room. 
They don't ever pray. So we need to, like, don't schedule them anymore. Because it's letting me know that there's no maturity. There's no want to, desire to. I want you to be maturing. And the way that you mature is go to the prayer room. But this, this is what I was going to say. I said all that other stuff. This is what I was going to say. This part right here. If we are ever going to unify in the spirit, we got to unify in prayer. If we're ever going to unify in the spirit, we got to unify in prayer. Whether you serve or don't serve, come to the prayer room. What's it going to hurt? Whether you're on the dream team or not on the dream team, come to the prayer room. I'm going to tell you something. What taught me how to pray was a daddy. But now he does not have to sit in there and go, come on, Darren. You can do it. Because why? I grew up. Physically and spiritually. I know what it takes for me to get right with God. For me to get in the spirit on the Lord's day. To make sure that I'm anointed. Lord, I want you to anoint me. I want you to anoint my mind, my spirit, my life. How do I do that? I crucify the flesh. I get out of my own way. And I do what God wants me to do. I want us to live an overcoming life. And the only way we're going to live an overcoming life is if we are the church of God. And the only way we're going to be the church of God is if we pray, if we worship, if we get together in unity, if we do the things that God wants us to do. Lift your hands all across the building. Lord, we honor you and we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Every lady and every man that is in this place right now, Lord, I pray that I said something. I know I'm a little crazy sometimes, but Lord, I hope and pray that I said something that you desired me to say that would cause someone to think that would cause someone to examine, that would cause someone to say, Lord, I want to be a part of the church of God. You've described and you've told us what the church of God does. You've told us what it has in it. Lord, I want there to be prophets. I want there to be evangelists. I want there to be those that are doing the work of ministry all the day long, Lord. I don't want it just to be five and six and seven and eight. Lord, I hope next year at Vision Sunday i got to poll the whole church to see how many Bible studies they taught. I hope and pray, Lord, i got to poll the whole church to make sure that somebody's praying and seeking your face. Oh, Lord, I desire to see it happen. I desire to see a church that is praying. I desire to see a church that is a revival church, oh, Lord. I desire to see a church that is learning your word and letting your word speak to them and minister to them. In Jesus' name, let us be disciples, oh, God. Let us be those that have been discipled. And, Lord, let us go make disciples in this last and this closing hour. In Jesus' name. And everybody say amen.